Well done. Welcome to the Misfit Stars podcast. I'm Shannon Curtis. And I'm Jamie Hill. Hi, listeners. Hi, Shannon. Hi, sweetie. You couldn't see it, people, but while Shannon was doing her very first part of her introduction there, I was pumping my fists in the air with great enthusiasm. Kind of like a cheerleader. Yeah. That's just the kind <laughs> Should of... Should go get you my pom-poms. Oh, my God. I would 100 <laughs> rock some Misfit Stars pom-poms. And by the way, because I'm married to an ex-cheerleader, I know that they're not pom-poms. They are pom-pons. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a little bit of a... Weird. I know. Weird grammar thing there. I don't... What, what do you don't? Do you know why? I don't. I'm so interested now. We should, we'll have to research that. Stop the podcast, everybody. We'll get back to you next week. (laughs) Sure, sure we will. All right, people. So later on in this episode, we are going to be talking about Through the Window. Song two from our 2020 project. Oh my gosh. Love this song so much. Uh, Love what this song has wrought in the world over the last week or so that it's been out. And uh, super excited to talk you all through it. Uh, But first, people, Misfit Stars is a listener-supported podcast. Sure is. And this is because we are community-supported artists. We sure are. Shannon and I. So uh, you can help support the work that we do in the world, the 2020-101 project, the mentorship that we do, the general art-making and community-building by going to misfitstars.com slash join. Here is the thing that you will get, and it's our sort of big, shiny new toy. (laughs) Uh, You get invited to our social network. It's our our very own, brand new social network. Yeah, we launched a social network uh, a couple weeks ago. What'd you do this month? We launched a social (laughs) network. What'd you do? (laughs) Uh, seriously though we we launched a social network like all joking aside like it's our own place on the internet it's not social media it's not being monetized your data's not being harvested all the tender vulnerable things you share in an intimate way about your life and your deeper innermost secrets and hopes and dreams and desires like they don't get just turned into ads on google right on this new place it's just for us right there's no there's no advertising there's none of that crap there it's just a pure place to build community with far-flung people from all over the world yes and i mean the reason that there's not ads and there's not algorithms and there's not any of that malevolent stuff and hmm. in other social media platforms is that we're actually paying for this uh to to, to have this home here that's right it's it's part of what you're support uh, at misfitstars.com slash join is going to. We've decided to invest a little bit of that every month in order to pay rent on our new home for Misfit Stars online. And it's beautiful it's and it's so wonderful and warm and lovely and I am in love with it. And we'd love for you to be in it too, yeah. which you can be. Uh, it is a private invitation only group only for our Misfit Stars supporting members. Yeah. So uh, we'd love to have you there. The folks who are already there would love to have you there. You would love them. They would love you. It's so neat. <laughs> it's really, really cool. Yeah. So go to misfitstars.com slash join and join up. We would love that. Yeah. And you will be helping support the work we do and we'll be grateful. And so like proactively, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what too, like ever since we launched the new social network, the mm-hmm. pace of people becoming new supporters of, of our work, it's, yeah. it's increasing. That's so cool. That's yeah. It's a really neat thing. And I, I just find myself... I find myself going to Facebook a lot less since we've been had the new social network too. Yeah. And it's like improved the quality of my life. Yeah. It's amazing. I love our people so much. Mm-hmm. I do not love the palpable sensation I have every time on Facebook that I am being manipulated. Right. Yeah. Just like by the interface and the way it surfaces yeah. notifications and shows you things. It's 
it's clearly got an agenda and it's clearly very manipulative and it feels really bad to me. Yeah, well, the Misfit Stars social network also has an agenda, but that agenda is for people to connect with each other in meaningful and fun ways. Yeah. Without any of the other BS. I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, misfitstars.com slash join. End of ad. Shannon, do you have any uh, announcements? Announcements, announcements, announcements. That was good. Uh, thank you. Shannon was kind of sitting with her hands clasped in her lap and she was bouncing. Uh, well, you kind of have to bounce. What's, what's that song? You just do. Yeah. Um, it sounds so, bouncier when you bounce. There's no, <laughs> yeah. There's not a whole lot of announcements today. Um, the, the two things uh, uh, that we have to talk about is that song three from the 202101 project will be coming out on Monday, mm-hmm. March 8th, I so believe excited. is the day. We just have new songs all the time now. This is so fun. I know. I'm currently writing it. It's not done yet. No. Uh, like when I say it's not done, I mean I have a chorus right now. Hey, that's a good start. Hopefully by the end of tonight, I'll have... Uh, just write two more choruses and that's a song. Verses written. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's, on, it's on its way. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this topic. You know, the, the themes for the songs... As you know, if you've been listening, we're all drawn from stories we collected from over 100 people who shared their experiences of 2020. Yeah. And the 11 themes that we sort of landed on were themes that were common enough among a lot of the stories that they sort of like rose to the top. Yeah. You know? And I, I you know, I, I followed the data. <laughs> it's not like I had any sort of an agenda, like here's what I want to write about. No. You know, this was really the stuff that, that bubbled up to the top of people's experiences. But what I did, what, what I was able to do is take those top 11 themes and sort of order them mm-hmm. in a way that I hope will be just allowing us to kind of move through the experience, the experience of stories from 2020 in a palatable and edifying way. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because like, you know. The, Not the, just palatable, but also edifying. Well, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> But you know, like you it's know, like the I, most obtuse ad campaign ever. I know, but whatever, I'm obtuse. So, like, I just you no, know, it's great. <laughs> last week's theme was about you know grief and loss, and this week's theme, you know, because I got to choose the order of things, uh, is is a, a topic that feels a little bit more uplifting. You know, um, th- that you know, as hard as 2020 was for so many people, uh, there were also some good things that came from it, and uh, and that. That bubbled up in the research that we did with people's stories. So, Love it. Um, so it's 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 nice to be able to sort of like shift gears a little bit from last week's song and um, and focus on something different. And I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, but that's if, coming Monday. If the synthesizer sound that Shannon asked me to help her program <laughs> last night is any indication, this is going to be uh, sort of a an ebullient punchy little song. I hope so. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, but that's, that's, that's Monday. Um, that's a new song. And then the other announcement just is that we are continuing now to collect stories for songs one and two. Yeah. Uh, so song one was about how our normal was disrupted or how we reevaluated what normal is yeah. in 2020. If you have a story about that, please email it to me, mm. jamie at misfitstars.com. Song two was about the experience of grief and loss. And we're going to talk more more about that song in the second half of today's episode. But people have been sharing so much stuff. Like this really touched a nerve with people. Yeah. The floodgates have been like open in my like email like inbox over yeah. the past couple of days. Yeah. We have, I mean, I don't know, 
nearly twice as many stories on wow. song t- on topic two as topic one. Wow. Uh, and we had a bunch for topic one, but people just are feeling really moved to, it seems like to unburden themselves, well, to divest themselves, to share a heavy burden. And that's what storytelling is so great for. Totally. You know? Well, and especially in the context of loss in 2020, when we couldn't do a lot of the rituals around grief that typically are those uh, those release valves yeah. for that's how you get rid expert, of energy, you know. And so, like, I think that people are needing an opportunity to share and remember publicly yeah. Yeah. with other humans, yeah. you know. So, uh, if you have a story to share, this this is the announcement part of it. If you've got a story that you want to share on that topic or on the topic of, of song one, uh, you can email it to Jamie, Jamie at misfitstars.com. Yeah, uh, and he's the one who's just really taken the helm on uh, on compiling all those stories and putting them up on the beautiful website twenty twenty one oh one dot net. It's great. Oh, it's thanks. really lovely. It's it's not flashy. It's just what it needs to be. It's simple. It's stories. It's like it's and, not. Yeah, the point is not to draw attention to the design. The point is to draw attention to the material. But, but that's it. That's yeah. it. It's very lovely. So the. Specific topic for this one, people, is if you have a story to share about your experience around death and grieving, you know, specifically in a time of pandemic, right? right. But also, like, we're broadening that. Like, if you just have a memorial or a, yeah. an obituary that that you have written that, or that you would like to write for a loved one you lost in this last sure. strange time— we would love to honor that. Yeah. Please just send that along. Uh, we can post things anonymously. We already have a couple of anonymous stories. Mm-hmm. Mostly the way people do it is uh, first name and last initial. So Shannon would be like Shannon C. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so you can do it that way. Uh, but go, you can go to 2020101.net and just you know click on either of the first two songs and just scroll down to the bottom. You'll see how the stories are presented. We would love to add your mm-hmm. story to our archive because that's what we're doing. We're and, making a living archive of people's experiences of this time. And if you've already contributed a story for song one, and you have one for song two, we want to hear it. Like there's it's, there's yeah, not yeah. a limit to how much you can personally share no, no. for this project. If you want to share something for every song, if there's an applicable story that you've got, we would love to hear it. I had this one guy yesterday who like, he uh, it, it's our Misfit Star Tim. It's like he had, he had sent over a little uh, story or remembrance yeah, of yeah. someone he lost. Uh, he and Heather lost their, uh, they grew up together. They lost their high school choir teacher who was yeah. a super influential person Aww. in their development as they, yeah. when they were kids. And I get that. Yeah. I had a creative, I had Mrs. Borchard, right? And she, Mm -hmm. yeah, she was, and you had yours. Uh, And so, you know, I posted Tim's story and then apropos of me posting Tim's story, he shared a whole bunch more stuff just just chatting about it and so Uh I added it to his story. Well, great. You know what I mean? Like, there's no wrong way to do this. We want, we want, and you can write at length, people. Like, you don't have to write like, 30 words, you know what I mean? If you want to, like every story, like the way they're presented on the page is they all preview 55 words and there's a continue reading. So you could write, I mean, I had someone send me 2,000 words this morning. Wow. You know what I mean? Oh my it takes gosh. like, you know, five minutes to read through it. Wow. But it's wonderful. I mean, maybe a thousand words. I don't know. Point being, a yeah. lot of writing. Uh, but it's great. I mean, because you, you just click on each one and then it goes to its own page and you mm-hmm. can sort of sit mm-hmm. with that person's experience, you know? So take, so take the time you want, write whatever you like, mm-hmm. send it to me and I will integrate it into our archive. Mm. Uh, we're building this amazing thing. I mean, mm. the vision for it and my hope for it is that by the end, it's going to be hundreds 
of collected experiences oh, yeah. about all facets of our communal experience it's during 2020. That. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. the arc. And uh, I think it's going to be a really nifty resource. It has felt so healing to me. I read every single story, of course, because I, you know, edit them for, right, for posting. Yeah. And, you know, like last night after dinner, I spent an hour and a half. I did not expect to spend an hour and a half. <laughs> I thought I was going to be working on music, but stories just started coming in yeah, post-dinner, post yeah. you know? And, uh, you know, at first I was like, oh, I just want to get going on music. But then an hour and a half later, I realized that I just felt really peaceful. Yeah. And I had really enjoyed that time. And I really hope that you all enjoy spending time with these stories mm-hmm. too, because like, it really just feels like it, it's like sage. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it really purifies the energy for me around some of this stuff. Yeah. I totally know what you mean. It's been a really, uh, a really he- like healing feeling experience for me to read the stories too. Yeah. Awesome. Love All it. right. Well, if you've got a story, we want to hear it. Um, we would love to share it and make it part of our collective storytelling about the human experience of 2020. Email it to me, jamie at misfitstars.com. There we go. Uh, so how are we feeling today? Jamie, how you doing? You know, I feel good today. Uh, good. I just woke up with great energy. I didn't wake up feeling great yesterday. Um, sometimes on... I don't know, certain days I can just wake up feeling behind. Yeah. I'm objectively speaking not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just how I feel. And then I get stressed out. Sure. It's unreasonable, but it's just how it is. Today I woke up feeling great. Good. It's odd. Like you and I both worked a really long time last night. Probably too long. <laughs> Probably too long. We were still working at like 2.45 a.m. Uh, I know. Like hard at work. I know. I Like I looked at the clock, it was 2.45. I'm like, okay, we should probably call it. <laughs> yeah. And I had just like, I was upstairs. You were downstairs. We were each doing our own thing, just like pounding through it. It was kind of great. great though. Like I was, uh, I was mastering this record last night. This sort of, it's, it's kind of like a, a minimal techno album. Uh-huh. It's all made with analog electronic instruments. So it's cool. got a very warm, very inviting kind of feel to it, sonically uh-huh. speaking. So you were like spaced out in the middle of the night working on it. It, <laughs> it was like perfect timing It was for a, it. such a good time of night to work on yeah. it. I had kind of imagined in my mind, given when I got started, that I would master half of it last night and then half today and that would have been fine. But I got so into the zone with the material and it was like one in the morning and that's usually when we knock off, but you were showing signs of not, <laughs> not only not stopping, but clearly starting something new and so I was like well I'm just gonna keep going because and it became this really wonderful meditative thing where I was just sort of in the studio with its wonderful low light and colored lights Mm -hmm. and just sitting with this stuff and really just the world is so quiet at two in the morning yeah and I can just like the energy clears out and it's it's like I can can communicate with the audio better like I can hear it better oh interesting yeah that makes sense something I found too is I've started having to wear reading glasses you know and I don't technically need them for the music computer it's far enough away the screen uh I mean, really, it's mm-hmm. just for, like, reading, like, stuff, like, you know, a couple feet in front of me. But a computer screen is three feet away? No prob. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, sometimes I just have them on from, because I'm also working on a laptop at the same time, because right. there's, like, other reference materials sure. I need to access or whatever, and that's smaller, you know? So sometimes I find myself with my reading glasses on at my music computer. I have learned that if I take my glasses off, uh-huh. I can sometimes hear the music a lot better. That's so interesting. It's really weird. And it makes absolute sense to me. Like yeah. you're dulling one sense, yep. your vision, and as a result, your body or your brain, I guess, yeah. really is like amplifying another one of your senses yeah. or, or leaving more space for it to 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 take on 
information from that from your from your ears instead of your eyes. I think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, similarly, when I'm evaluating a treatment that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about doing with a piece of audio, mm-hmm. something I'll do frequently. You see me do this a lot. Is I will set it up so that it is exactly matched in volume when I click it in or click it out. Uh-huh. You know, so if it's engaged or bypassed, like you can't tell from just adding volume, which one it is. Because people tend to think the things that are a little bit louder just sound better. That's just a weird human thing. So you got to make sure that's not like throwing you Mm -hmm. off. But then like I'll poise my cursor, I'll position my cursor over the bypass button. I'll close my eyes, I'll hit play on the thing, the audio, and then I'll click, 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 click a bunch of times until I don't know what state the button is in, bypassed or unbypassed. And I'll just keep, as I listen, bypass it in, bypass it out. Or maybe it's out and then in with eyes closed the whole time. And when I... Have, until I really get a sense of the differences between the two things and which one I prefer. And when I really have that firmly in my grasp, I'll open my eyes and see whether the treatment is in or out. Yeah. And if it's in, I keep it. And if it's out, I discard it. Yeah. But like so much of that critical listening, I have to have my eyes closed for. Right. Not, I can't just go blurry eyes. Yeah. I got to go full no eyes. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that was a digression, but I'm feeling good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm How are good. you feeling? I'm feeling good today too. Um, I feel... Uh, yeah, I feel happy. I feel um, eager to get back to songwriting. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, gratitude today for my partnership with you. And I mean, I, uh-huh. I am every day, but just I just love doing life with you. Mm. I feel really lucky Same. that I have a partner that I you know. Can program synthesizer patches. Well, yeah, there's that, and but just we have fun together, yeah. you know, like what, whatever it is that we're doing, I, and I just really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel good. There's there's not really a whole lot to elaborate on. Um, yeah, Love that's it. it. Great, that's it. Well, hey, let's uh, in that spirit fire up the good news machine. All right, the good what news machine. Um, so I, I'm looking at our lists here, and um, I think our good news machine is. Completely tied up in vaccinations. <laughs> great, great. My mom got her second vaccination, uh, yes. the Pfizer vaccination, yesterday. I love it. Um, and and she's got a date scheduled for next Friday. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> a little soon on the vaccine timeline. But Is it? We'll allow it. What's the what's the they date? They say two to three weeks, right? Okay. Well, it'll be close to two weeks. It'll I guess. be like a week and a half. And the person that she's meeting for lunch or whatever has also been vaccinated, so that's good. But Surely like, they'll be fine. I'm sure they'll be fine. You kids go nuts. <laughs> but it's really, really nice to know that my mom has now gotten both of her shots and she's going to be good. Yeah. What a relief. Um, but my but my my other good news was uh, just that the news this morning that came that uh, the Biden administration announced that they are going to have enough vaccines produced by the end of May to f- f- enough for every adult in America, which is awesome. I mean, there's, a, di- there's a difference between manufacturing those vaccines and actually getting them into people's arms. And so we'll see how that rollout happens yeah. with the distribution, but that's, it's objectively great news. I mean, if the Senate passes this relief bill this week, it does have a bunch of money in it for to distribution mm-hmm. and hiring people to administer. Yep. I mean, we just need a massive ramp up in warm bodies. We just need nurses and nurses and nurses. Right. That's what we need. Yep. And if we can hire a bunch of, bunch of like, maybe bring back some retired nurses. I'm sure that's happening. Yeah. yeah like, staff some other people. Just, all we need is budget. It's a money thing. Right. Right. We so, can do it, America. That was great news. I mean, it really is objectively great news. If you, I mean, like, you know, to, this is the beginning of March right now and like we're we're now approaching those like anniversaries of 
oh my gosh, we, when we realized what was actually happening with the pandemic, you know, like for me, the big date was March 11th. March 11th was a date. I was like, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, so we're coming up on that, you know, and we were learning so much at that time about like, we were trying to learn, trying to learn what people knew, what people, what experts were understanding so far about the virus and predicting what might happen in the coming months, you know, but at, you know, a year ago, if you had said, you know, that we were going to be on our way to potentially full adult vaccination by summer of 2021, that would have felt like a a, a pretty, pretty brisk clip. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it is. what it's they were- world historic. What they were telling us, you know, at the very beginning was, look, we're going to have to develop a vaccine and then test it and rolling it out. And we're, you know- These things can take three years. These things, you know- They can at, take 10 years sometimes. At the, at the quickest, they were saying it was going to be, you know, 18 months. Right. So, you know, it's objectively great news that yeah. we are headed toward um, enough vaccines for all adults in America by the end of May. You know, what that means is that production in America can be shifted to- uh, to providing vaccinations for other countries, which, yeah. you know, just on the merits, it's important that every living human has access to this vaccine. Yes. But also uh, just in terms of like world health, you yeah. know, when, as the virus, as the virus, as long as the virus is allowed to continue to spread, yeah. there are the, uh, there is the opportunity for it to mutate. Yeah. And looking forward to the Texas mutation four weeks oh from now. Oh God. But you know, the the if it mutates to a, a version of itself that can elude the vaccinations, then we are back at square one. Yes. You know, so so like the fact that we are getting this done, we're rolling it out, you know, uh, like it's just it's just great news. So it is. Yay! Woo hoo. What about you? Uh mine is also vaccine related <laughs> and it's that my mom got her first vaccine shot Hooray. of all of all the family members in our orbit i believe that my mom was the one i was personally worried the most about and I probably you too. too yeah she's she's medically fragile yeah. Uh, she's, but also, like, I don't want to give listeners the wrong impression. She's robust. She is as hyper as I am. That's where I got that from. Yeah. Uh, she moves a mile a minute like I do. That's also where I got that from. Uh, but her lung health is not good. Her lung and health is not good. She's had COPD for a really long time. Uh, it's probably, at this point, emphysema. Right. There's stuff going on there that's not good, not healthy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she's vulnerable. Sure. And for her to be way, way, way less vulnerable as of about six hours ago. Just really, it puts my heart at rest in a way I didn't even know needed resting, but I feel great about right? it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly um, what you mean. And, and I'm so excited for my folks too. Like they don't, so my folks don't do much. They're just very content in their relationship. They love the house they live in. They're just very content people. They like to be at home with each other and they mm -hmm. read books and they mm -hmm. do crossword puzzles and they watch movies and TV and stuff. They just have a nice home life. My mom plays piano. My dad does things, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's very home centric. They haven't traveled very much. Uh, not a ton of interest there. Mm -hmm. uh, but the one thing they love doing is every so often going out to a nice meal. It's yeah. the, really the one like indulgence they allow themselves, you know? Right. Uh, and it's a genuine joy and for them. And it's a genuine joy for them. And my dad sent me the cutest email today, <laughs> which uh, was basically uh, something along the lines of, I won't get the dates right, but it was uh, mom's... Uh, mom's uh, Second, second vaccination. Yeah, my second vaccine this week. Mom's second vaccine. Three twenty six. Dinner reservations. April 9th. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like he literally made dinner reservations today. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh my gosh. It's you very know, sweet. 
Yeah, you know, I I hear I've I've heard some some chattering online about people like talking about like vaccine envy, like you mm. know, and and legitimately there are some there are some legitimate complaints to be reckoned with yeah. in terms of unequal or uh, in, inequitable. inequitable rollout of vaccinations. Yeah. I mean, uh, wealthier white folks are getting vaccinated faster than poorer people of color. Yeah. Which is a problem and it is wrong. And, you know... And poorer white people too. There's a huge urban-rural divide here. There's right. a lot of problems. So uh, so there's some legitimate complaints to be had about that. And I, like, for me though, personally, like when I see news of, when I hear, when I hear when, you know, friends and family have gotten vaccinations or I've, you know, I see news about, you know, there were like a couple days in a row over the weekend where there were like nearly two and a half million vaccines per day, yeah. you know, amazing. Like my feeling is not, why not me? No. <laughs> my feeling is awesome. I'm so glad. Like, because, you know, we're in a position where we, we have figured out how to have a comfortable life just hunkering down at home. We, yeah. I'm, I miss people for yep. sure. And I'm going to, can't wait to go hug friends yeah. <laughs> and socialize and, you know, and, and resume some normalcy in that way. But like, I'm also fine. And I'm, and I am happy to wait my turn in line. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's none of that. There's no, there's no vaccine envy happening here. Um, but uh, I, it's just, it's just joy. It's joy to see other people getting it. And yeah. uh, just feels like we're perhaps approaching some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. It Maybe. really does. Yeah. It really good. does. Yeah. Fingers crossed, people. Yeah. So that was the good news machine. Love it. Mm-hmm, very much. Um, what has been our, the story this last week for us? Uh, we've talked about some of these things already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been collecting stories. Uh, you've been going to town on that for the 2020-101 project. Yeah. Um, we we uh, obviously released the last song, too. We're going to talk about that later yep. this, this episode. We did our our monthly uh, live acoustic concert. That was fun. It was. It was fun. the best one so far, I think. Oh yeah. Yep. Why do you think? Uh, I don't know why exactly. It just huh. seemed like uh, I don't know. I felt more confident about my part in it. Okay. Um, I just felt the most comfortable looking back at it, like looking at a video the next day uh-huh. of any of the ones you've done so far. Oh. Part of it was that I uh, finally figured out and I'm shocked it took me this long to figure this out, that uh, I shouldn't chew gum on camera. Oh. Because, like, I do, like, I just, I've, I've chewed gum ever since I quit smoking. Yeah. You know, and if I have gum in my mouth, like, I also, like, if I don't have gum in there, I can get a dry mouth. And so it helps with two problems. It helps yeah. with, like, the habit thing and also, like, the dry mouth thing. It's a great solution. Yeah. Uh, but when I'm playing piano and, like, focusing on things in general, I can just work my jaw if there's something in there. Oh. And so the way that, like, last month's live acoustic concert looked was just like me as cow at piano rom, rom, oh how rom, rom, funny just working my jaw and just chomping and it's like it was not cute to I me. wonder if people have noticed that or if that's just something that you if are you like hyper focused on if you have don't tell me people okay. thanks <laughs> thanks already self conscious enough about I've it I've never noticed it when I've looked back at our videos but because like everybody you're probably looking at you in the video and I was looking at me oh. and like, <laughs> you know <laughs> does okay. anyone ever look at anyone besides themselves in a video that they're in no of course they don't oh so you know yeah. I'm glad you didn't notice. I'm glad it wasn't so obviously overtly distracting as to draw your focus away from you over to me, yeah. chewing like a cow on my gum. 
So that's good. That's at least a threshold I didn't breach, and I'm happy about well, that. Well, I'm glad for you that you had a good experience. Yeah. Also, I pushed my bench up higher, which I feel improved my body language. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. There were just some small tweaks to body language and presentation Great. that I really felt kicked it up a notch for me personally. Awesome. Well, it's also just a fun time. Like I, yeah. I remember when we were inventing this idea of doing these monthly concerts uh, back, like a little less than a year ago, I guess, we were sort of like cooking up this idea that we would maybe do these monthly concerts if we reached a certain number of supporters for Misfit Stars. Misfitstars.com slash join people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought, okay, you know, that'll probably be fun. That's one of my favorite times of the month, honestly. Like I, we get to go, because we, we've been whittling down the, the ballot each month for songs that people can vote on. Um, we eliminate songs we've already done in previous concerts. So we're getting, you know, deeper and deeper into the deep cuts. We still have so many songs left on the list, though. Like, there's so many. You've written so many songs. <laughs> you should I'm, save some songs for other people. <laughs> Maybe that's why some of our other artist friends haven't been writing as many songs, because no, you're hogging all the songs. No, that's not. No, no, no. Uh, but so it's fun, because, like, a, a lot of these songs um, are songs that we haven't had any reason to touch for any particular reason, for any reason, for years, you know. Yeah. There was one song in the set this last Saturday night that literally has never been performed live before because Let's it was... Let's do that in active voice. We've never performed that song live. Right. And neither has anybody else, well, but yeah, why but would what they? I'm saying is that, like, you know, the, the year that that song appeared on a new album, um, I didn't play it on that summer's tour. Yeah. And so, and that would have been the time it would have been able to shine. But since it wasn't in the set list, I never performed it. And so literally it made its debut yeah. <laughs> live performance on Saturday, which Wild. was really, but it was so fun because, and it was fun to revisit it because, you know, when I write, Every song I write, when I'm writing it in the moment, it's meaningful. There's, there's a reason I'm writing it. There's like, a, it's, it's meaningful It's like the to thing me. that matters to you the most in that moment. Exactly. And so it's really- You don't write, Shannon doesn't write like facile songs, people. <laughs> Seriously. She never like tosses off a half-assed song while she's thinking about something else. Every, every single song that she writes is the most important song she's ever written in that moment. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, to get to revisit some of these is really, really lovely. And I, I look at the ballot, you know, for but the songs that'll be available even next month. And there's still so many on there that I just can't wait to perform. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and it's, it's, also, it's also fun for me with the live concerts to get to just sing. You know, like just, I, like I can really just enjoy the song in a way where I'm not having to think so much about the piano part and, you know, and coordinating my hands and my, and my voice, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's really just a joy to get to just sing. It's really great. Really great. Uh, and then occasionally F up a tambourine part. <laughs> yeah. You know, is it a, is it a symbol or is it a snare? It's so hard to know. Does it go in the downbeat or the backbeat? I don't know. Oftentimes both. Whatever Sometimes I feel. none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was fun. Uh, we'll it's be like doing... having a little drunk drummer sitting beside me. Well, you know, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Love it. Uh, definitely not drunk, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> acting like it. So that was fun. We'll be doing our next monthly uh, acoustic live concert uh, in March. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll announce that date in a couple weeks. Um, started a new song, obviously, this week. That's another big part of my, that's like the the, the feature of my week now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, new song, here we go. Yeah. Um, very excited about that. You did some mastering. Yeah. Uh, we've just been nose to the grindstone working. Just doing our stuff. Yeah, it's, it's good. been really good. So why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, why don't we dive into uh, 
the new song, uh, Through the Window. Sounds great. Let's do it. All right, back in a sec. Couldn't be more back. <laughs> Never left, actually. No, we did. We went pee. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean the these four walls of this house. Oh, we rarely do that. <laughs> we leave the house like once or twice a week, people. Oh, man. Yeah. We'll go three, four days in a stretch without literally walking out our front door at all. It's, it's okay. fine. It's safe it's fine. in here. It's fine. It is. It is. <laughs> I like it here. Yeah. Um, so we released a new song last Friday. Song two of the 2020 project. Oh, I love this song. Ah. I'm glad it's a great you song. Did. You wrote a great song. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did a little bit of writing about the song, which I think we're going to read mm-hmm. together. And, and then, then we'll, we'll play the song. We'll talk a little bit about song. it. song, yeah. Let's do talk it. Talk about it. Sounds good. Sounds great. All right. So uh, people, here's the deal. It would be impossible to create a picture of our collective human experience of the year 2020 without acknowledging the enormous loss of life at the center of it. Mm. The week in which we released this song, uh, the last week of February 2021, the United States crossed a somber threshold, over 500,000 known deaths from COVID-19. I remember trying to imagine at the beginning of the pandemic the number of lives we were in danger of losing if the virus was allowed to spread uncontrollably. And I recall feeling it like a sucker punch to the gut when I had the realization we could lose half a million people. Remember that? Here we are. It just seemed like this absolutely far-flung, unimaginable worst-case scenario. And and here we are. And that's a devastating number. Uh, 500,000 human people Mm. who were living and loving and being loved just a year ago. And now just gone. So, yes, that's true. But I also have to admit that this week's news didn't hit me like the sucker punch I'd imagined it to be a little less than a year ago. And I wondered why. I believe that like a lot of folks in being just bombarded with bad news after bad news and by stealing myself against the enormity of the trauma and stress of this time, I've become somewhat inured to the full weight of the devastating reality of death. And it's not that I don't feel it. It's just that I think I've instinctively learned to buffer myself from the sharpest edges and the biggest blows as a survival mechanism. And I recognize that the ability to offer myself that buffer is a privilege because I, by some stroke of luck, did not lose anyone very close to me last year. But of course, that's not the case for many, many, way too many people. Mm -hmm. Uh, In our story collecting, we heard from dozens of people who did lose close loved ones in 2020. Sisters, fathers, partners, children, cousins, best friends. And these folks didn't and don't have the privilege of allowing the devastation of death to recede into the background of an otherwise hard year. Mm -hmm. For them, the unimaginable chaos of the world around them is what receded into the background as their most consequential experience in 2020 came blazing to the front. The opening up of a permanent empty space where a person they love used to be. 
and it wasn't just COVID-19 deaths. People shared about the illness and loss of loved ones from other causes in 2020, the realities of which were made much more difficult and much more painful because they happened in the context of a pandemic-altered world. Like, not being able to comfort their loved ones as they received care inside a healthcare facility, unsatisfying attempts at being present with them on video calls or through ground floor windows, accepting that it would be a healthcare provider, not a family member or friend by their side as they took their last breaths, being unable to bury them or to have a service to honor their memory or to participate in any of the traditional rituals that help us grieve. So we offer this song through the window to honor the personal and intimate details of loss that people experience in 2020, to acknowledge the perpetual nature and ongoing process of grief, and to remember.
Love mm. it. And I'm glad I love it because, like, I helped make it, you know? Mm. If I didn't love it, that would feel weird. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, honestly, like, getting to make music that I love is just the best. Aw. You know? Um, and really, it's increasingly the point for me, I'm realizing as I age, uh, I tend to be my primary audience now. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm really just always working as hard as I can to make something that moves me, that I love, that I want to play again, that I yeah. want to hear. Yeah. Like, I figure if I... If I can't do that, like if I'm not making something that interests me, like why on earth should I expect anyone else to be interested? <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You know? Yeah. It was really, uh, I, I was really grateful for the opportunity to to focus my thoughts and energy on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I described in the writing that we read earlier, you know, I, the, the 500,000 deaths marker that we reached last week, mm. uh, like I, I was surprised to experience the fact that that didn't make as big of a blow on me emotionally yeah. as, and, and that's, it's, it is, I don't know. There, there's lots of, there's lots of reasons for it. I think like we described earlier that, you know, I definitely have these layers of buffer that I've established mm-hmm. because this time has been so stressful and hard, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think it's just a self-protection mechanism, but also I think that, you know, we spent, all of last year without any sort of leadership Mm -hmm. at a national scale, Mm -hmm. at a national level, helping us to to take on the reality of this and and grieve properly Mm -hmm. as we went. And so we just, I don't know, I think we just were like swimming upstream the whole time without any feeling like we were connected, you know, or not any... Of course, there are lots of ways in which we were connected, but without any like, without any there was like, no unifying context. Exactly, and I I think that really made an impact on on you know, I don't it, it, we we've lost we've lost out as a nation because we didn't have leadership helping us walk through that for yeah. all of last year. You know, um, we need a we need as a nation also just to figure out much healthier group bonding rituals you know Mm. it's weird like if you think back to the last time we had a massive shared national emergency i think we would all agree that was probably 9-11 right Sure. Uh and the thing that uh, there was some healthy uh communing around that i think there was also a whole lot of really really toxic let's blame arabs let's bomb people yeah you (laughs) know uh yeah which is not a good way to do a group thing no no (laughs) you know uh and then in this last instance as as you mentioned you know there was nothing to blame but ourselves specifically Mm -hmm. a subset of politicians at the top of the country who just absolutely like specifically refused to take any kind of leadership role for the thing that they were supposed to lead us through yeah you know yeah uh and that is where the blame lies for for that and that's where the blame should be. That's where most of these mm-hmm. deaths are attributable directly to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, because there's politics tied up in that uh, and there are tribal identities tied up inside of our politics these, these days, mm-hmm. you can't just simply acknowledge, you know, that these people are at fault. They screwed, screwed up. Screwed up, yeah. And it's okay. People screw up. But like the fact that we haven't been able for like tribal reasons, <sighs> about half of us haven't been able for tribal reasons to acknowledge that people who they 
for whom they hold high totemic value mm-hmm. were responsible for this. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the cognitive dissonance I think is too extreme. People can't yeah. do that. And because of that, like we will probably never be able to have a national reckoning around this time. And so we all just trudge on I know. kind of in our little silos by ourselves, doing right. our best we can with right. our community, but like not being able to have acknowledgement, mm-hmm. a group consensus around why we're all dealing with this, right. I think is really damaging. Totally. And, and so the, as that as backdrop, you know, when I was reading people's stories of loss in preparation for writing this song, you know, there, there's that backdrop of like <laughs> lots of folks just pretty much covering their eyes and ears and la 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 lying their way through this, mm-hmm. not paying attention to the devastation. Contrast that with the very personal, very intimate experiences of loss. You know, literally, you know, all every five hundred thousand plus of those people who died from COVID nineteen, and then all the other folks who died from other causes in 2020, but were affected because of the health protocols and whatnot from the pandemic, you know, for each of those 500,000 plus people, there are partners and sisters and children and friends who, who experienced that in a very, very precise, very pointed way in Mm -hmm. their lives. You know, that, that, that loss, even though there were the folks la la lying their way through it and not wanting to see it. For them, it was it was very real, yeah, and very um, life altering. You know, uh, there's now this person that they used to love, or they did that they do love, who used to be there, and who is no longer there. You know, um, and and reading people's stories really highlighted that for me. It was a it was um, it, this is why I say I was grateful for the experience of having to write this song because for someone who by some stroke of luck didn't have to deal personally with that loss last mm-hmm. year um, allowed me to um, just open space in my heart yeah. and in my life to just just to hold hold space for these folks' stories and I've their really experiences. I've really felt that too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. You know, especially just over this last, like, so we put the song out on Friday and it's been four days since then, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, now it's Tuesday. Uh, and in those four days, people have been sending me stories mm-hmm. about, you know, their experiences of loss, their experiences of grieving, you know, through this time of mm-hmm. pandemic. And just what you said, specifically because I didn't have to deal with it yet, knock on wood, in the first person, mm-hmm. you know, it has allowed me access to a whole new area of empathy that yeah. I didn't really have access to before. Right. You know, it really allows me, these stories that people are sharing really allow me and presumably allow a lot of other people mm-hmm. also access to a shared communal understanding mm-hmm. of what this time has really been like. And can I like also come back to this idea that like we had leadership that was trying to just minimize this whole thing the whole time last year? Yeah. Like these folks who lost people, they deserve to have their their stories honored yeah. and heard and not pushed under and the rug not pushed under the rug because we want to save the goddamn economy yeah you or know what i mean because we want to save one man's political fortunes exactly you know th- that just infuriates me it infuriates me that people's genuine pain yeah was just discounted ignored pushed aside as a nuisance yeah because it wasn't going to look good politically for somebody yeah oh, yeah. It just, it, it infuriates me. Yeah, it's devastating. I, you know, um, 
in terms of of getting in touch with the intimate details, you know, people shared various levels of detail about their experience. Some people just shared, I lost my dad. Yeah. Or I lost two cousins, you know. Uh, um, just very brief. But some people shared a bit more detail, you know. And so my 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 approach to this was not to tell one person's story, but to try to sort of amalgamate right. <laughs> uh, lots of stories together. So, you know, you can listen to this song and, and imagine it being about one circumstance, but really there's there are characteristics of many people's stories yeah. that I read, you know, in this song. A couple like when of, you're a writing of, a movie character, you kind of make it out of bits and pieces of right, other people you yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah. so in particular... There were a couple that that were most that were especially meaningful to me. Little mm-hmm. characteristics. There was a um, uh, a couple um, uh, who shared uh, one one member of the couple shared with me that her wife's um, sister in law became sick. She didn't die from COVID nineteen. She had cancer. Um, but because of the pandemic, they weren't able to be there with her in the hospital right. as she was receiving treatment. They Someone finally, was just sharing that with me today in another story. They finally got permission to go um, see her because they thought she would may- maybe was going to need to be intubated mm-hmm. and got there too late, mm-hmm. you know. Um, had to then then go and collect their things. And I, I saw this, I, I sh- there was another story that, um, that sort of contributed to this. Uh, someone was sharing about how... Um, they lost their their father and uh and came home to uh to see his shoes by the door mm. you know and i i just that's the kind of intimate moment that you know really when you, it brings home the idea of there was a person who used to walk around in these shoes who's yeah. not doing that anymore yeah. and it's just one of those intimate you know details a, a personal moment that just kind of underlines that for, for you know, a person's lo- in a person's loss. Um, there was another story that influenced this, um, this song. Um, and this was actually shared with me verbally by a friend who lost her mother last spring. Again, not to COVID, but because of COVID, she couldn't be in there in, inside the hospital to, to be with her. And so she'd go visit her through the ground floor window of the hospital where she was. She was lucky enough that her mom was on floor one. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she shared the story about how she, <laughs> on her way in for one of her visits through the window, uh, <laughs> picked flowers yeah. from the hospital grounds. Yeah, the hospital's like, own flowers. The hospital had some rose bushes in the parking lot and she picked them. I love it. You won't let me bring flowers to my mom? Well, find them. I'm going to take your flowers from this parking lot and I'm going to stick them in the bushes outside my mom's hospital window. And Aww. I, you know, I, I know I, having this being a personal friend, knowing the people involved, I know that this was, you know, this was definitely an effort in, in just trying to make, uh, make her mom, make her mom laugh. Yeah. Give her a moment of, of levity, um, and also and this sort of no, no doubt feeling like a very a very dark and scary time for her. And also this kind of screw you character trait was <laughs> like this this friend of ours got it from her mom. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? So I'm sure she appreciated <laughs> on that level too. Like oh, yeah. just instinctively was like, yeah. yeah, that's my girl. And there were you know lots of other stories that you know people shared. And so I was I'm just I'm really grateful for the opportunity to to, do, to have done that. And I just want to yeah. if anyone. Uh, is listening who contributed a story about their experience with losing a loved one this year. Thank you yeah. for allowing me to um, absorb that and use it to create this song. I, I hope that 
I hope that you are honored by what we made here. Um, yeah, and you know, for all of you people who have been sending me stories subsequently, so you know, if, you, if this is the first time you're hearing about this story thing, I mean, I'm sure that there are new people listening to the podcast and this is your first time hearing about this. We did kind of a two-step process with the stories here, right? So Shannon months ago reached out to people. She collected like 100 plus stories, all different people's stories of different things from 2020. She used those in that story sort of winnowing process that she described earlier, that data-driven process to figure out like, you know, where the commonalities were. And then, you know, she figured out what the 11 common themes were, and she's writing a song on each of those in this process that we're doing right now, one song every 10 days. But with the publishing, the release of each song, mm-hmm. with that theme, then I am reaching back out into our community mm-hmm. and saying, okay, now with the focus of just this is the theme for right now, this is the theme of this song, does anyone specifically have thoughts, feelings, ruminations, remembrances on this theme. Yeah. And people are sending me those. Yeah. And, you know, to all of you people who have been sending stories, uh, thank you so much for for sharing your people with us, mm-hmm. you know, at such a vulnerable time. Uh, it's a vulnerable thing to do to talk about this kind of stuff publicly because I think it feels very raw mm-hmm. for a lot of people. I mean, I've heard that communicated. Uh, it also sounds like for a lot of people, it feels really healing to be able just to ha- just to have their person honored a little bit. Yeah, it's not a substitute for the way that they should have been honored in the moment, but because that wasn't possible, right. you know, this is at least a little something, and I think mm-hmm. that's valuable. And you know, I just uh, I hope uh, you know may may their memories be blessings. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. Well, I don't have anything else to say about this particular one. I yeah. feel like um, uh, that. Pretty much sums it up. Yeah, same. For me. So people, if you have a story, uh, a remembrance, a memorial, a, a eulogy uh, of a loved one, or a, you know, if you want to talk at some length about how your experience around uh, death, dying, loss, grieving was affected in this time of pandemic, please do send it to me uh, at jamie at misfitstars.com. We would absolutely be honored mm-hmm. to add your words, your thoughts, your feelings, your celebration of somebody mm. you love to our archive mm-hmm. that we're creating here. Yeah, you know, I know from my own personal experience that sharing my own story about whatever is is it can be a healing experience, you know? It's the foundation of recovery. Yeah, and uh, but also uh, I think the thing, one of the things that's being, I'm relearning is that just just by being witness to other people's stories, I experience healing in a new way too. I, I, I didn't lose anybody in 2020 very close to me, um, but just reading folks' stories who, who, have, who have shared, like you described earlier, there's just a sense of deeper connection mm-hmm. and, and a deeper a deeper contextualizing what we've, what we've all been through and what we're going through. Yeah in a way that's undoing some of the sweeping it under the rugness that we were talking about a little while ago. Yes. We're uncovering and it feels good to be part of and to be witness to to that uncovering, you know? Yeah. Like it's necessary for me personally. And so thank you for sharing if you've already shared because you're helping me heal mm-hmm. <laughs> as well. So um yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks people. Um we'll be back next week. Wow, already so excited. With another podcast. <laughs> and another uh, song. And a new song next hey. week, too, which is not yet done. I wow. got I to gotta go keep baking it. Um, but yeah, we'll be back with more next week. Uh, until then, uh, if you want to join the Misfit Stars crew, 
We'd love to have you. You can go to misfitstars.com slash join. Uh, the support that that group is giving us is literally the thing that's making this 2020-101 project possible. Yep. It's also the thing that's making this podcast possible. Mm-hmm. And as well as a lot of other things that we... Uh, every other thing. Every other thing that we've got our fingers in, uh, yeah. the work that we're doing. Uh, so go to misfitstars.com slash join. When you do that, we'll send you an invitation to our brand new private Misfit Stars social network. And Which is so great. Can't wait to welcome you there. Yeah. Um, that is all. End of ad. Right on. Have a great week, y'all. Take good care of yourselves. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.